Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four and passionate about education and helping our children learn best. I wanted to make this quick episode in response to the many, many questions that I'm seeing almost daily right now on Facebook pages and web forums regarding people looking for curriculum or programs to use for their children. Now, Obviously, that's a wonderful place to be asking those kinds of questions, but I really wanted to share a little bit of information that can hopefully help people get a lot more useful and quick information that meets their needs. Now, I'm sure some of this is because people might be just in a rush and they're not really thinking about it, but for those that are trying to get really useful information, I wanted to give a few tips so that you can ask for the most specific information possible that will not only help the responders give you information that is very useful and helpful to you, but also for you to make it very clear and think about what you need. Before going to the web forums or Facebook pages, I think it's really important to sit down and really think about what you need. What are the things that you really are trying to gain from asking the questions, such as, what's the best preschool curriculum for my child? And I'm not trying to make fun of that, but that is a super common question that I'm seeing literally daily right now. And it can go for any grade. What's the best curriculum for third grade, fourth grade, whatever. And one of the things that I really want to encourage you to sit down and do is sit down and write out maybe a list or write out some key points that you're really looking for and, uh, and information about your child. And when I say information about your child, I mean not only their grade, but also their age, because some programs really don't focus on grades. They focus more on ages, and really ages can vary pretty widely for grades. So you can have really ages four to six for kindergarten, but if you state their age as well as their grade, then that can maybe give people a little bit better idea of what level your child might be at. But also talk about what kinds of learner your child is. Because your child might be very into hands-on things and cannot sit down and listen for very long to stories or, or lessons. So saying that you need something with shorter lessons or something that's more hands-on, or something that's more auditory, or something that's more visual. All that information is very valuable when you're asking these kinds of questions, as well as what kind of interests do they have? Maybe they are really interested in a certain area of science. So instead of just asking for a first grade science curriculum, perhaps ask what's a really good space unit for first grade, or what's a really great unit on oceans or marine biology or oceanography. Try to ask more specific information than just grade level generalizations. Because that's the glory of homeschooling is that you don't have to focus on just grade level topics. You can go based on what your children are interested in. And if they're interested in that, then that means they're motivated and willing to learn they're going to gain a lot more knowledge from those topics than just general, more shallow topics that are covered in a grade level curriculum in many cases. You also need to think about what you're willing to do. 
Do you want a curriculum that is more of a lesson plan with daily or weekly goals and laid out in a structure? Or would you rather have something that's just more topical? So it gives you general ideas, it gives you a book lists for each topic, and it may give you some more general information. A lot of resources are there, but you decide how you're going to use it. So you have to decide what you're willing and able to put into this as well. So there are curriculum out there that is really great, but it just does not work for people because it really just doesn't jive with their personality or their style. So even though I love the idea of really organized, kind of structured curriculum, I know that I have tried it in the past many, many times, and it just does not work for me. I never stick with a very structured day-by-day lesson plan. I just, it never happens. And so I've learned over time that if it's that kind of curriculum, that's just not really going to work for me. Or if it is something that I'm really interested in, then I'm going to know that I'm going to need to use it in a different way and not in the daily uh, schedule kind of way, but more of a general topic kind of way. So those are some things to think about too. So when you're actually going to go and ask for a specific question about curriculum, let's say, or a program or a topic, first of all, give as much information as possible. If you can say, I have a third grade boy that is age nine, who's very hands-on, he has a pretty short attention span, he really doesn't like to read, but he does really like science, and I'm looking for something that is very organized with a day-by-day lesson plan, and it is a little bit on the more visual side versus just reading. That's just an example. Giving more detail like that is going to get you a much more useful answer from people because they're going to have a lot more information to work with. And that also leads me to when you're on Facebook or you're on web forums, please, please use the search function. Because I have obviously, if you're asking a pretty specific question about something that's pretty narrow in scope, obviously there may not be a lot of resources out there that are have already been asked about. However, so many of the questions that I see are the same questions day by day by day. And they're, what's the best third grade curriculum? What's the best science curriculum for fourth grade? That kind of thing. And if you use the search button, it will tell you what has already been shared, not only in the last few days or the last few weeks, but also in the last few months so that you can really see what has been consistently recommended and what has been consistently used so that you can tell basically just from all the different feedback, all the different responses from people that if there is a program that's been mentioned over and over and over and people are really positive about that, that's something that you may want to look into more than a program that maybe has just been mentioned once and nobody really has a lot of information on it. Now, the other thing about searches is that it can be a little bit challenging because when you put in science, you're going to get all kinds of stuff for science, obviously. But usually it is still a good starting point so you don't waste the people's time on the board, but also so that you get more immediate information and you don't have to wait for responses. The other thing about searches is that oftentimes the searches 
can reveal things that you may not have thought you were looking for. So if you ask about science curriculum, for example, for a fourth grader, but somebody ends up bringing up a curriculum that is science and literature combined, that may be something you had never thought about. But looking in the, in the history, in the search history, and you, some of these things pop up that you weren't thinking about, and suddenly that puts you on a different path of something that you think might work even better than what you were originally looking for. So please use that search button before you ask. And also, when people do recommend curriculum or programs or whatever the resource might be, please go and check it out. Do not just say, oh, that looks great. I'm going to go buy that. Almost all the curriculum, program, books, resources that are mentioned, almost all of them will have either sample lessons, sample pages, some uh, larger curriculum will even have, you can try it out for a week or two weeks or even a month. Definitely take advantage of that. That is one of the most underutilized resources out there, I think, for homeschoolers or for anyone looking for different uh, education resources. They don't utilize the free samples and the information. A lot of them will have either a uh, like a placement test so that you can get an idea of where they belong in the program. And that can be very telling as well because you can decide, oh, if it's a phonics program and you do the pretest and they test way at the very end of the program, then you know, mm, that's probably not something that's going to work for us. I need to go look for something else. But if you hadn't taken that placement test, you wouldn't know that. And you may buy the curriculum and then realize, oh, this is only going to help us for maybe a month. And then we're going to uh, kind of graduate out of that program. But also, not only you looking at these samples, but have your children look at the samples. I've had my kids look at things that I thought were really cool. And then I had my daughter look at this phonics program and she was just not interested at all. She thought it was too babyish. She didn't like the picture. She didn't like the voices. And I was pretty surprised. I thought it was really cute and fun, but she was not interested at all. She was not having it, any of it. So I'm, I saved 50 bucks because I didn't buy it before I had her look at it. So definitely have your kids look at these different programs to get a sense of if it's something that they're interested at all, or at least if it's something that they can they can handle. Obviously, they might not like everything, but as long as they don't have some kind of immediate uh, response uh, in a negative way, usually at least that gives you a sense of if it's something that may or may not work. If it's a literature program or maybe a history program with a lot of uh, historical fiction, look at the book lists in some of the programs to get a sense of if one, if it's books that you're, you or your child are interested in, two, if maybe they're books you've already read, so you've already kind of gone over some of that material, but also if they're even available in your area. It's one thing if you were planning on just buying all the books and uh, bu that are in the curriculum, but if it's something that you are planning on using your library, then definitely check out the book list and see if they're available through your library or maybe av available cheap as ebooks or free books through uh, Gutenberg Project or something like that. So definitely look at the curriculum before just jumping in. I know a lot of times people will, they'll ask these questions on the forums, they'll get some recommendations and people will say, oh, this is really great. And they'll be like, okay, this is going to answer all my problems. And they go and they buy it without really reviewing it very much and getting a lot of information. And then they've wasted 50 or 100 or multiple hundreds of dollars 
on something that they really did not research very much and were just trying to find kind of a quick fix. This isn't to say that people don't make mistakes. I mean, clearly we've all been there. We all would love to have that perfect curriculum that just answers all of our needs and it would just be perfect for our child, perfect for us. I get that. But honestly, there's not a whole lot of curriculum out there like that. There might be a few great things that match up with you or your child perfectly, but it really does take a little bit of work and a little bit of time to figure out what that might be. So to kind of wrap it up, just a reminder to make sure when you are doing a question on social media, make sure that you're offering up as much information as you can, that you're mentioning ages and grades and interests And if they are um, a solid reader or maybe they're a struggling reader, if they're good at math or they're maybe not so good at math, try to put as much information as you can in the post that is relevant to the question that you're asking. Because just asking a very basic general question of what's the best curriculum for third grade is really not helpful for you or for the people that are trying to respond to that question. Also, make sure you think about your needs as a parent. What kind of program are you looking for? Very hands-on, very hands-off, independent learner, online, textbooks. Think about what you are looking for and make sure you put that kind of information in your question as well. Also, make sure you use the search function. The search function can save you and the responders so much time because many of the questions are asked over and over and over and you can gain a lot of information by the previous answers to the questions that have already been asked. So please make sure that you're looking at the search function, depending on if you're on a desktop or a laptop or, or a mobile device, you know, sometimes that search function's in a different spot, but please, please use that because it can be really valuable and save a lot of time. And lastly, make sure that you're using the samples and the trial periods on curriculum so that you can really see if it's something that you are interested in and something that will work for your family. Because as a reminder, just because it worked great for someone else does not mean it'll work great for your child. Every child is different and has their own individual needs. I hope this has given you a little bit of information to work with, whether or not you're an experienced homeschooler or someone that is new and just starting out. I really I'm hoping to be a resource for people. So if you have other questions that you would like me to address or other issues you'd like me to talk about, please let me know. You can either pop on Facebook at the Learning Outside the Lines podcast, or you can also email me at outsidethelinespodcast at gmail.com. I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast so that you'll know when the next episode is released. And thanks so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to listen. Until next time, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.